Start the party, Dan. Oh no, you got upset online. Looks like you're having a real bad time. Should've just ignored what I said. But now I've got proof that you read it. Hello, friends, idiots, and friends who are also idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. It is Blocked Party. This is episode 109. I'm John. I'm Stefan. And, uh, you know, we're just... uh, Stefan and I are still reeling. We did a live show where we watched another episode of Canadian primetime soap opera Whistler. And I'm still in recovery mode. I feel like the the last five minutes of that show really, really got me. Yeah, I mean, I knew it was going to be awful. Yeah. Um, I don't think anyone was prepared. And, like, you actually did some homework for it. You read the yeah. synopsis of, of the I read of every episode and... synopsis on IMDb. Like, that was yeah. a lot of clicks to go through every it single was. episode. It was, yeah. And, and it still did not prepare you for... Um, no, I wasn't ready. I, I mean, we can spoil it, I guess, right? Is, is this coming out before... Well... No, yeah, it's coming out before. I don't think we want oh, okay. to spoil it for our listeners who are going yeah, go to watch the video just, of that. <laughs> I just want to say that um, someone like kind of like nuts or like gets off over like a dead body. It's really weird. I'll just say that it's um, cool as hell. Yeah, yeah. and this is so a, anyway. this is a Canadian primetime soap opera. So yeah, so well, well, you, let's bring on our guest. I'm sure he has lots to say about Canadian primetime soap operas. He is uh, one of the hosts of Fumble Dimension. Uh, he is also the host of the Twitch stream and podcast Chillin' with Kofi. Kofi Yaboa is here. Hi, Kofi. Hi, Kofi. Hey, thanks for having me. How are you guys? Yeah, we're good. I, I mean, guess. we just you know, other than the Whistler Canadian soap opera stuff, we're doing good. No, I was a little okay. Let's get back to the nutting thing because so <laughs> so here's what happened, Kofi. Uh, there was a there. This is not this is not a spoiler. In the okay. very first episode of this primetime soap opera, it's called Whistler. The main character, who is a snowboarder, dies, and then in the season finale that we watched, he was a ghost. And we were well, he's getting, a ghost throughout the season. We throughout say. the season, we yeah. were getting treated to the story of his death, and we learned that his like kind of mistress actually killed him. And while she was like suffocating him to kill him, it, I could, I couldn't tell, like, did she clearly like put it, her hand? I don't, I think it was implied that she was like getting off to okay, like killing him. Um, but this is a show that aired on uh, what, what channel did it? Was it CTV. much music? It was a CTV. Oh, I mean, what? Yeah. Yeah. That's Canadian television. That's just our main, one of our main networks. It just aired. I I think it was because here's what I think happened. Canada has a bit of an inferiority complex to America, particularly when it comes to culture and media. So I think the creators were like, well, what can we do to top the OC? And they're like, well, no one on the OC ever nutted while killing someone. I I mean, I don't know. I've only seen the first. I don't know either. I'm guessing. (laughs) Uh, so what Maybe it felt like did. to me that was a direct ripoff of the OC. I'm what, not sure. What, what it felt like to me was the SNL sketch about the OC, where they keep they keep playing like mm, what you say, and like Andy Samberg comes in and gets shot, and then like everyone just keeps that. That's it felt like that, but like for real, like as a show. Yeah. 
and Which an hour kind of good. Yeah. 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 Oh, Sounds like a quibby plot. Were you an OC guy, Kofi? Oh, no, I haven't seen it. I was not a, I'm not a, like, I grew up in a household where, like, certain shows and stuff that I just wasn't, never watched uh, 90210, OC, all those, just that just never really was happened like all the cw what was it, you speak what was it called before cw i don't know the wb i think wasn't it wasn't yeah it, maybe wasn't it UPN? Wasn't it UPN, yeah upn then the wb yeah. the cw was it ever the wb am i imagining that because wb like exists network, maybe it? existed but i think it might be two different things Right. Yeah, it's I feel like it's more of the cartoons and stuff. Right? Yeah, it's like yeah. kids like we had like Mucha Lucha and Shaolin Showdown and all that. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, what did what was UPN? The UPN had the um, they had Dance Three Hundred and Sixty, right? That was a UPN show. I, th- I think you guys so. remember did UPN, beca- did UPN become the CW though? Is that is that I think, sure? I think so. Yeah, I think so yeah. Too. Uh, I okay. I'm looking it up because this is the this is the hot content people want. The United <laughs> Paramount Network uh, was an American broadcast uh, television. Oh, okay, wait, no, so, there is a Paramount Network now, and it used to be Spike TV, right? It looks so like related. Every, well, so sorry to interrupt, Stefan. Everyone is right. Okay. It, so so UPN was spun off to the CBS Corporation when Viacom split into two separate companies. CBS and Time Warner jointly announced that the companies would shut down UPN and competitor the WB. Oh, sorry. I thought it said the U, UPN became the WB, but it didn't. So they okay. were two separate channels. So you're wrong, Stefan. I'm right. But and, well, but did they both get spun into the CW? No. Though? It said, oh, yes, you're right. Select programs from both networks moved to the mm. new network, the CW. Look at that. Okay. So I'm I guess so we were all right. We were all right. Yeah. Okay. UPN and the WB were two different channels and they both funneled into the CW. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. And so that's where so we're So now at, we got right? that out of the way, we we can we can get going. Now we can move things. forward. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it looks like uh the U- the first comedy series to debut on UPN were Platypus Man starring Richard Jenny and Pigsty. Uh, with both shows airing Monday in the 9 p.m. hour, both received mixed reviews and neither lasted long. I haven't heard of either of those. Platypus Man. I mean, Man. I want to read a positive review for Platypus Man, you know? <laughs> it says it's an American sitcom that aired on UPN from January to July 95. Starring comedian Richard Jenny, this television series was based on an hour-long HBO special of Jenny's filmed in 92. The concept of a platypus man, a solitary male like the male platypus, the concept of a cooking show for guys, and the scenes involving the main character's social life were drawn from his stand-up routines. Okay. So like Seinfeld, but he was a cook? Yeah, it says that he developed a comedy routine where he watched a National Geographic special on the platypus. In the routine, Jenny went on to describe how he found himself relating to the TV show, and the concept of a platypus man was expanded to become the theme behind his 92 HBO comedy special. How did that uh, not last longer than one year? I feel like there's so much to <laughs> do with that. I just miss the so 90s, and I miss the 90s where, uh, uh, like, I'm a stand-up now, why can't someone make a, give me a, a fucking holding deal off of a six minute bit that I do? Well, you know? because there's already a, a Canadian show about a, a teacher who's also a stand up comedian. Hey, listen, so. don't worry. About, you know what? You know, it's actually very funny about that. And this is going to be this is the shittiest humble brag I've ever done in my <laughs> whole life. OK, strap in for this. I was at the Winnipeg Comedy Festival. Jerry D hosted the gala I was on and we ended up riding in a van back to the hotel together. 
and we were talking about how I was a teacher. And he was like, I had no idea that you were out there. He's like, you should have gotten in touch with me. He's like, we needed teacher writers for the last like couple seasons of the show. And I was like, oh, cool. Thanks for letting me know now. And then I was like, yeah, I was like, I figure I'll just like wait a few years and then just try and like do your show, but just with me. And then he was like, you could do it right now. You're a substitute teacher. That's the angle. Just pitch a <laughs> substitute teacher. I'm like, <laughs> substitute teacher. People are just going to be like, well, this is just Mr. D. But the guy's a substitute teacher instead of a regular teacher. Um, so, yeah, that's my shitty. The, so the UPN show I, w- I was thinking of is Shasta McNasty. <laughs> yeah. What Which was that I, about again? It's It was like three like bros who like all live together. And it was just... I know Jake Busey was in it. Uh, and then I, I'm not, I forget the other two guys. Um, but it was like, it was like a notoriously shitty show. Is my, I mean, just it was based on the name. McNasty, so yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking that up too. Uh, so sorry, Kofi, to answer your earlier question, uh, he, on the show, he hosts a cooking show. That's like his character on the show hosts a cooking show called cooking with the platypus man. And then the sitcom is just about his life as like a cook on a TV. life. Oh man. Jeez. Yeah. How did that, how did that only last seven months? It, it? I don't, I have no idea. I mean, it's crazy. This is like, we're doing a remember some guys episode, but just with, <laughs> can I, can I just read you guys some of the episode titles of Shasta McNasty? You can. And you were Go right. It started it. Jake Busey, Carmine Giovanazzo, Dale Godboldo, and Jolie Jenkins. Okay. All people I'm actually just going to, I'm just going to read one of the episode titles, but okay. <laughs> angels in lingerie are devils in disguise. <laughs> so that's just, we may a, have that's to, just too long of a title. It is. It's a mouthful. We may have to watch a few episodes <laughs> of this might have, you know what we watched, we watched Whistler for a live show. We might have to do Shasta McNasty. Well, and Stefan, that whole episode I love because the director of that show of that episode was Savage Steve Holland. Oh my God. He's, Oh, is that his actual first name? Because it's Savage it's, Steve it Holland is like... an American writer, cartoonist, producer, voice actor, animator, and film director who wrote and directed the films Better Off Dead and One Crazy Summer. Oh, he created Eek the Cat. Oh my God. I mean, Savage this is just, this is just uh, a trip down memory lane. I did want to. I did want to start talking about um, sports video games here at some point too, because I, <laughs> great I am... segue, Stefan. Great transition. Thank you. Thank I love you. that. Just Thank a speaking, hard... of eek, speaking of Eek the Cat. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, John uh, is this John's the segue guy. Yeah. So, so I, I I apologize, John. I know you're the segue guy. I'm trying my best here. But no, no, that's okay. There. I mean, it wasn't. You can't even say that you tried to do a segue there. So that's actually okay. Yeah. If you yeah. tried, I'm not stepping on your toes, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, it's I, yeah. So it's 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 totally fine. But I'm I'm like actually bummed out based on something that happened in, and this is something I think all three of us can relate to, and I think a lot of our listeners can relate to. But it's one of those things that you can only complain about to people who also play sports video games, which is when something like very bad happens in like your franchise mode that you've put a lot of effort into. So in my case, FIFA 21, I like scouted this young player. I signed him to my uh, my like youth squad. I brought him up to the the main team. Uh, He played one game, had a couple goals. And then his second game, he tears his ACL and is literally out for the entire season. Uh, And so I just like... You know, people are going to be saying like, well, just just load a different save. Right. But you can't, 
you can't load a different save, right? You have to, you have to be like honest with yourself. And so now I'm just like stuck, not being able to play with the player I wanted to play with for the entirety of the season. I'm not simming any of the season. I'm like playing each game too. So I don't know. I'm, I'm like legitimately bummed out because of that. Have you guys ever had something like that? Or am I just a freak? Yeah, John? you're just a freak. I'm just a freak. Yeah, you're a freak. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think of. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard the smoke alarm there. That was good. As long as you're not on fire, Kofi, it's all good. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, to- I'm, not on, I'm not on fire, but the rest of my house, most of my apartment, I can't, I can't be accounted for. Podcast takes precedent. <laughs> I thought Dan set it off because he's he's like uh, he's, he's dabbing like a dab right now. Yeah. yeah, I've removed all the smoke alarms from my. <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's just ready to die in a fire. He doesn't care. Carbon monoxide? Who knows? <laughs> Odorless, colorless. Eh, when it gets me, it gets me. You know. <laughs> I think I think it's it's good. Like the smoke alarm. I think it's a it's good though. It's good to have it going off, right? Because the the alternative would be that there's no battery in it, right? Or it's like so. Now we know you're you're being like safe and responsible, right? Dear Jesus Christ, I'm sorry, guys. This is gonna be this is gonna be a very chaotic day for Block Party because we're recording we're recording two episodes of Block Party back to back, and then we're yeah. doing an episode of Your Kickstarter Sucks uh, afterwards. And so, uh, usually, what happens is. Start. Yeah, usually what happens is, is is by the time we get to the third episode of the day, that episode is just like pure chaos mode. But we're already in chaos mode in episode one. And so I'm just like so excited to see where we end up at like five oh. o'clock tonight. It's going to be oh, great. I, I thrive in chaos mode. That's basically <laughs> my entire job. Oh. Hell yeah, bring it. Let's go. I mean, I, I we had the it just reminded me of the we did, we had our like fire inspector in this week, you know, and when you live in an apartment, they got to test all your smoke alarms or whatever. And they do that little like spray thing that like sets off your smoke alarm. Yeah. Anyway, that thing's cool. That's the only <laughs> commentary I have on that. It's just cool as yeah. hell. They just walk up to it with an aerosol can. It's just like, beep, beep. They're like, yep, yeah, you're good. I've had, okay. I've had like the FBI in my apartment. Like nothing phases me. Anymore. <laughs> what? Wait, what? <laughs> To yeah. test your smoke so, alarm or no, 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 no. Just like this. So basically this was a couple of months ago. So basically like a, I live near like a New York federal prison. Um, and basically one of the prisoners escaped while being transported. And this was about like two or three blocks away from my apartment. So, <laughs> so for three hours, um, there's like helicopters circling above and we're, we're all, you know, we're all working from home. So we're just like, okay, who, what could this possibly be? And then, uh, NYPD shows up at our, our place and there's like, and there's like, okay, there might be a prisoner, uh, that escaped in our, and we have to search your apartment. I'm like, cool. We have a backyard. We have a backyard, um, which is rare for Brooklyn, New York. Um, so NYPD searches with no mask, by the way, that, that was oh what God. pissed me off. Like that was, I was upset about that part. Um, they search our apartment. They're like, okay, he's definitely not here. And I'm like, 
good and i'm like they didn't check our basement so me and our, our me and my roommates had to do that we're like <laughs> they didn't check our basement did they and we're just like no and i'm just like oh my god this is an escape prisoner and that, <laughs> that nerve-wracking as we did the own our own search and you can hear the scary movie music while you go down the stairs and you're just like okay cool and then um later swat hops our backdoor fence oh and it's god. just like and they're just like they're not they're not nice like the like the police people they were like okay there's a the prisoner they're like there's a fucking prisoner here we need to find them and then and then um they left and like 30 minutes later like suits come up oh my our, god. and we're just like and i'm just like oh my god can this and now they're here to like determine if our fence is able to be climbed by someone that's been handcuffed from the front and then they ask us this question. No, the funny part, the funny part is that they ask us the question and they're like, no, I've never tried to climb our backyard fence before, guys. And they're like, okay, just making sure. So they then go to our rooftop, they like inspect, and then they're like walkie-talkie goes off, and then you just they just like run away. They don't even say like bye, thank you for your time. They start running away, and then they catch the guy like 30 minutes later. But oh my God. that was one of those things where I basically I told I told my boss, I told, I told John and I told everybody that works at secret race. I told him what happened. I was like, all right, guys, uh, I'm going to take off for the rest of the day. <laughs> it's like one PM. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to take off. So me and my roommates just drank outside in our backyard for six hours. Just like <laughs> what just happened? This is our entire day. It really is like that. That is like something out of a, a movie though, in terms of like the escalating, like the cops, then the SWAT team, and then the FBI shows up in, in the suits. And were the, were the FBI guys wearing masks or? Nope. Nobody, nobody no in a mask. Was, I was, oh yeah, I was just like, this is, come on guys, serve and protect, yeah. right? Come on. I like <laughs> the idea that they asked you like, Hey, so just by chance, have you ever been handcuffed and try to hop your fence? Like you'd be the expert on that. Like you're like, well, there was this one crazy night. I brought, I brought this person home from the bar. They handcuffed me. Then I didn't know what to do. And I was like, I gotta hop my own fence. That uh, would almost like interest me into like trying it. Like, yeah, I feel, I feel like that puts me on a watch list though. You know, it's just like, okay, this guy knows a, this guy has yeah. a little bit of experience. Yes. Yeah. We'll be, we'll be back. We'll catch the other guy, but we have some more questions for you. Yeah. It's good to know that if you did ever, if you were ever a prisoner or you had ever had to harbor a prisoner that your basement is just safe. Apparently they just don't even <laughs> think about like, don't even think to ask like, Hey, is there a, is there like another level to this place? Like, I was like, they didn't search our basement, did they? And my roommates were like, no. And I'm like, shit. Because, <laughs> like, you don't want to check, but then you're like, I don't want this to be, like, a permanent, like, neighborhood sectioned off thing. It's like, yeah. dude, I was thinking, like, maybe give him, like, a 30-minute head start. If I see him, I was like, hey, <laughs> you got you got 30 minutes, bro. I don't want to be involved in whatever this is. <laughs> Like, just, just please. Oh my just like, god! Like, start cheering up. Just like, please, just leave me out of it. Yeah, I, I, I've seen like like cops in Vancouver just walking or like walking around downtown or whatever. I've seen them in masks, but the most of them are wearing the masks where they do the thing where it's like under the nose, which like doesn't oh, do god. anything. Which is like the most inf- like I would almost rather they not be wearing a mask at all at that point because it's it's just like well you like sort of understand. The reason behind wearing a mask, but then 
it, it's just like not like it's just like flaunting it even more i think uh, yeah it's to, like to, to wear it wrong it's like do you know how you breathe man like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you not get that <laughs> and, and, and I'll, I'll see it i'll see it in like the grocery store too um i i i saw oh man i saw this this like old guy in a grocery store with the mask down below his nose and then he like ripped this just gigantic wet fart and i was like man like what is your life like <laughs> you just you just care that little about like how people perceive you and like other people and everything it was just i mean it, i got out of there so fast he, he was i was like right behind him and i just did like, you smell it down. was it bad no i got i turned i got out of there <laughs> you're like this is it <laughs> yeah, it, it, I, I stayed away from the grocery store for like the next couple weeks at that point. But it, it was, I mean, that ruined my day. That was brutal. Oh, it's I just... find that like, uh, I, I have a few like fun masks, you know, like, uh, like Caroline Goldfarb, uh, who guested on the Whistler episode last night, sent us some masks. So I have a mask mask or it's like a bunch of Jim Carrey from the mask on the mask. Ooh. And it's like, I actually don't, it's fun to wear a fun mask, but also I hate talking about it. Yeah. So it's like this, like, I feel like most people, even if you're wearing like a cool shirt or a cool hat or something, people generally don't, they don't give you anything. You know, they're not like most, most of the time you're not going to get stopped. Well, no one, no one wants to stop and talk now, which is great. I love masks. masks people will be like, Oh, you got a great mask. And then you have to be like, Oh yeah. It's a, yeah. I got it on a website. And you're like, stand, you know? you're distancing from them and having that weird yeah. conversation. And, and you're like, yeah. fuck, I had to go get blood work done the other day. And this woman, and I mean, I, to be fair, I think, you know, maybe she wasn't completely all there, but she, her mask was sort of, it looked like almost like a headband. Like it just <laughs> made it over her nose and mouth. Like her full chin was exposed and she just had it over her. And she was like, I love your mask. It's so cool. And I was like, oh, thank you. And she's like, I got mine for free. And I was like, it's <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want to have a mask discussion right now, but sure, you know, whatever. I yeah. leak the times are, man. Yeah, I know. I've worn, the, I've worn the Larry David mask a couple of times and it's and and had, you know, compliments and stuff. And it's it's the same thing. It's like, well, I don't I don't want to stop and talk to anyone right now. I just want to I just want to be Absolutely. outside for the, the bare minimum amount of time and get back inside. And I don't, I don't want to stop and talk to strangers, even from a distance, you know? Yeah. So Absolutely. I've just gone back to the, the regular plain mask. And uh, I mean, I think it still looks nice. I mean, what I, I will say. I do like the idea of masks as like a, as like a fashion accessory, you know? Oh yeah. Me too. Yeah. I mean, I, I've seen some that are really cool and I like them too, but I just, I just keep it to myself. Yeah. Yeah. No, you maybe can do that. You can do like the, yeah. normalize giving people a thumbs you can do up, the thumbs up or like the head nod or something too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah, you can yeah. just kind of like point to the, like just you sort of point and just, I mean, the, the stop up. and the stop and talk is just, is impossible to do now. And like, it's, I'm speaking of Larry David, like, if we get a Kirby enthusiasm season about the pandemic, I think that's going to be maybe the funniest TV season of all time. Potentially. I, I cannot wait really? for that. If, if they do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I cause I, I've been thinking about it more and more and I was like, man, what's like my favorite. I, I was talking about this with, with my partner and it's like, what's my favorite TV show of all time. And I actually, I think it might be Kirby enthusiasm just like pound for pound, like how funny that show is. Um, I, I just started it uh, about a couple of months ago and I made it like halfway through season one 
and I I stopped watching it not because it's I it's it's just I have a I just have trouble binging hour long TV shows. Yeah, you know, like twenty two minutes I can like just like zip by quickly, but like hour long it's just like it's, and then there's just so many streaming services too. Yeah, I just be I just be forgetting I have yeah. HBO Max. Anyway. <laughs> like I do have HBO Max, guys. Like oh. Huh. Oh, I wish I wish we could get HBO Max up here. We have I mean, we, we explain this to all of our American guests, but we have Crave TV, which is, yeah. which is it's like with a K, K, right? Uh, no, that's a cereal, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That is a good cereal. Though. <laughs> it's a good cereal. Yeah. yeah. I was like, the cereal has a TV now. Oh. <laughs> it's our empire, man. <laughs> but it's so Crave TV is like is I believe it's HBO and Showtime. It's like a catch all streaming service but yeah. it's only and they have like originals too yes, yeah but it, but it's only like some hbo max shows for for whatever reason um so like it, it's just it's just luck of the draw like what you're gonna get on there um and so when uh was it warner brothers announced that like all of their movies are gonna be on hbo max streaming next year yeah. Um, when they release in theaters as well, like I don't think we're getting that up here. Oh no um, way, no way. We're no. not gonna. Get that. But I'll, yeah, I'll just watch it on on producer Dan's Plex server. So it's, I gotta get me a VPN. Hey, yeah, I mean, I, I've been I've been using uh, I've been using my VPN quite a bit. Just honestly, I gotta get you, me a UPN guys. Shasta <laughs> McNasty, you guys heard of this show? You, you know <laughs> what I use the VPN for for real is is watching um, sports highlights on Twitter when like ESPN posts them or like Fox oh, yeah. Sports because up here it's like it's we'll get a, a just a blank screen. It's like unavailable in your region. And so you'll oh, see this man. this like quote tweet being like, oh, my God, this is the most insane college football play I've ever seen. And then you have to like kind of just like search the team name on Twitter to be like, okay, hopefully someone else posted a video of this. And then the oh. video quality is nowhere near as good. And so that's like 99% of what I use my VPN for is sports highlights on Twitter. I never even thought of it like that. That's wow. Yeah. That's, it's, yeah, it's, you can't even understand where we live, Kofi. It's, it's, <laughs> it is crazy. I mean, there's, yeah. there's, you know, there is a lot of good stuff about living in Canada. Too. Yeah, I want to visit. I want to visit. Once I, once my pass, once I fix my passport, I do want to visit there, Canada. Oh, you'd, yeah, you'd love it up here. It's, it's, it's great. great. Yeah. It's great spot. We got 10% of the COVID cases and 10% of the TV shows. So yeah. it's, uh, <laughs> that's the trade off, you know? We just, it's one or the other. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's a beautiful place to be. Have you've never been here, Kofi? No. So the closest I was was I it was Detroit, and I, I mean, didn't okay. know. Yeah. So I didn't know how close Detroit actually was to Canada. <laughs> yeah. So I did. I went here. I went there for a conference for like for four days, and then there's this body of water, and I was like, "Hey, what's up? What's that over there?" So I was like, "Oh, that's Canada." I was like. <laughs> what <laughs> they're like yeah you bring your passport i was like no <laughs> i didn't know i was gonna need it isn't uh isn't detroit actually like further north than a lot of canada john is that is that is that a fact that i'm further, yeah i mean a lot of stuff is further north than southern ontario yeah yeah like all of like strange to think in michigan that. and then because it goes across. sort of up into the Great Lakes. Yeah, there, across right? to like the Dakotas and Minnesota yeah. and Montana and stuff. Yeah, some of those are further north. Some places in those states are further north than like Toronto would be. That's so yeah, weird. but like the American education system wouldn't, won't like teach you that. That's, <laughs> that's something you learn at like a party. If like someone's trying to impress and then you're just like, what? And they're just like, yeah. And yeah, like, like what, do you learn 
anything about Canada in 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 school there, or <laughs> is it just like? Uh... <laughs> I, c- I could tell you because it's been a while in North and I grew up in North Carolina and North Carolina is like one of the worst ones in public education. Yeah. We in fourth. All I know is in fourth grade, we had an entire year dedicated to the history of North Carolina, which okay. was probably the most like wasteful shit of all, like of all time. It was so boring. Um, but no, it's it's like, no, we don't. <laughs> not from my experience not from my experience at least like, yeah you I, have to just you, have, you the key is you just have to get close to canada so then someone can be like over there is canada and then you're like holy shit it's a, yeah. i learned something <laughs> i learned so much from uh the uber drivers in detroit we just oh, asked them so yeah. many questions and then we were like hey were you able are you able to just drive there and drive back <laughs> <laughs> It's the, it's the Gordie Howe Bridge, isn't it? Did they rename it to the Gordie Howe Bridge? Gordie Howe Bridge, really? I, I swear to God. Or maybe they renamed it to something else from. I thought it. I thought it was renamed to the Gordie Howe Bridge. Yeah, the Gordie Howe International Bridge, known during in Detroit. Detroit yeah. River International Crossing. Yeah, uh, is a cable stayed international bridge across the Detroit River currently under construction. Okay. It's not. It's not going to be completed until 2024. Okay. And it costs $5.7 billion. Holy shit. (laughs) That must be a long (laughs) river. Jesus. I don't know how long that expanse is, but that seems, uh, that seems. I'm assuming it's just going to be a very, very wide bridge, probably, right? Not so much that it's so long. It's going to, uh, yeah, it's going to connect Detroit and Windsor by linking Interstate 75 and 96 with Highway 401 in Ontario. The bridge will provide uninterrupted freeway traffic flow as opposed to the current configuration with the nearby Ambassador Bridge, which connects to city streets on the Ontario side. I see. Uh, first proposed in 2004, blah, 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 blah. Preparing the site for construction cost $350 million. Jeez. Uh, just preparing it. That's it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's estimated the bridge will generate $70.4 million in toll revenues in its first year. Uh, so I guess they're going to, yeah, they're going to toll it. So whatever, but that's wow. why we're learning a lot about, about UPN shows and international bridges. Um, this is, this is, this is a good way to start the day. I think, I mean, I, I find, <laughs> I find like my favorite episodes we record, uh, are the ones where like, I actually do learn something on them. Um, well, there you learn and the I've learned a lot of stuff. So two and a half, more you know, yeah, two and a half wow. K is the bridge. So that's pretty long. I mean, that's a pretty long bridge. It's 1.6 miles for our American listeners. Wow. So, wow. There you go. Okay. There you have it. You've learned. And you know what? Let's learn some more stuff in our social media updates. What a good segue. Boy, was it smooth. Stefan and John are going to bring you the news. Prepare for a feast of rarefied takes. Terrible tweets from verified greats. They'll bring their personal feed to you with an update on their social, social, social media. Kofi, we always like to start with the guest. What's going on on your social media? I'm rebranding. Ah, oh, here we okay. go. No, I, I just got a new, a uh, new obby. I got a animated, like a, like a cartoon art obby. So it makes okay. me look like I'm like in professional, but I like to have fun as well, you know. Yeah. So as I as I enter a new stage in my life, um, I'm about to like launch a podcast in 2021. Hell yeah. Um, 
called it's called chilling with Kofi. I couldn't come up with a better name, but um, <laughs> and then I'm just like learning After Effects to make like the audio spectrum sound waves. So I'm really just like self improvement stuff and just improving my my craft. Um, that's been that's what's going on. But what I have been doing on social media is I've been reading that uh, Down Bad Patrol account. Oh have yeah, you, have you seen that one? Yeah, oh. it's really oh. depressing. <laughs> <laughs> so john the town bad patrol account is an account that just like spawned out of nowhere like a couple of weeks ago and it's basically just like um like guys getting friend zoned or like uh just like reject it's like it's it's up it's right up your alley it's just like rejection but uh just like rejection screenshotted texts like i i cannot stop reading them it uh. is so yeah, right up my alley. Thank you for saying that, Kofi. A, a rejection. So it's like, so, so is it like screen caps people send in of like getting shut down on like Instagram and Twitter and yeah. stuff? Like that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I cannot stop reading them. I feel. Oh, I feel, I feel like, like I do want to to see that. I I feel like maybe I have seen some of that retweeted into my feed, but I don't know that I realized that it was like a whole account dedicated to. It. I, I think like with all like text screen grab accounts, there probably are are like a fair amount of like fake ones in there and staged ones, but it's still like very like just yeah and it, like you know, <laughs> brings me back to like like college and say it's it's not it's it's yeah i'm I, I'll, I'll just say i'm glad i'm in a long-term relationship <laughs> it, what, brings you, it brings you back to like a sad it brings you back to like a sad boy place when you're yeah. like, when you're like at high school or college trying to figure figure stuff out you know yeah well yeah. you guys so that, it's, it's like Sorry, go ahead. It, it's blown up though. It's like it's like seven hundred thousand yeah. followers or something. Oh, in like wow. the last like couple months or or something like it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, oh, I have so. to follow. You guys probably saw that Lauren Bonner one yesterday that was really funny. It wasn't no. like so much a rejection, but it was it was very funny. She's an Australian comedian, and so she tweeted, "I'm closing my DMs. I can't live like this anymore." And so this guy messaged her, and he was like, "Do you?" She's Australian. I think I said that. Do you like Australia's yeah. funniest home videos? Yes. Why? Me too. Do you know anyone who has ever been on the show or sent in a video? No, I don't think I do. I don't think I could really remember any in particular. Ha ha. Why are you talking to me about this slash? What do you want? You must be able to remember some. Ha ha. I won on the show. Just wondering if you remember it. I won the grand final. Did you ever think about going on the show? No, I didn't. I was a child. That's when 80% of people are in it, LOL. Would you be embarrassed to be on it? Oh my God. What's your agenda here? How did you find me? Do you remember the show being mentioned by anyone? <laughs> you were on the show. Would you admit to it? Is Funniest Home Videos your fetish or something? How could it be a fetish? Like, why are you messaging a random girl asking if she would be embarrassed to be on Funniest Home Videos? I think you would have a really insightful perspective on the topic. I'm so confused. Would you ever want to host the show? <laughs> What? So this is just a guy who's obsessed with this show. And, and so Apparently, is it, yeah. Is this like an Amer- is it America's Funniest Home Videos where they submit the clips and it's the same sort yeah, of thing? Yeah, I assume so. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, she posted a bunch decades. more. Uh, she's Lauren Y Bonner on Twitter, but she posted a bunch more of like her continuing to message this guy about Funniest Home Videos. Oh my god. Oh my so god. she has she had open DMs at this point, I guess. I guess so, yeah. And then she was like, I gotta close my DMs. I can't live like this anymore. Was the <laughs> was the the point of the or the caption on the tweet, I guess you'd say. But yeah. I I always I leave my DMs open because well, you know, it's it's different for me. Um because it's for me it's more like it's not it's not like her of course not like I'm not getting like 
harassed online. You know what I'm saying? Like it's different. But I've always thought about like, do I do open? Do I do close? And I do. I leave open because I do get a lot of DMs for people like asking me for like fumble dimension ideas or like questions about fumble dimension or they even send like whole proposals for episodes, which I just never read. (laughs) I'm not going to read them guys. It's just not, it's too long. And if I like it, it's just like, (sighs) but there's always, but for all, for all of those, there's always a couple of like college kids like asking for advice, asking for help. And then I want to like leave my stuff open so I can be like, Oh, Hey, sports media. Are you sure you want to do this, bro? You don't, <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. You, uh, hey, yeah. I can't, uh. Cause there's something, there's some things I'm like, I can't in good faith, like recommend the industry to everybody, you know, yeah. cause it's just a lot. Yeah, for sure. I think think it's a balance of I'll get like nice things in the DMS from people being like, Oh, I love your, your show or, you know, I listen to your album and it's cool or whatever. And like, that's all so nice. But then it's also when you host a podcast, I'm sure it's the same for you, Kofi, with your stream and everything. um, You will also get people just like spamming inside jokes to you. Like we had, I'm not going to go into it again, but we had a big Funko pop thing like a year ago. And so now like anytime anything remotely big happens in Funko pop news, I will get public tweets where people will just at me and tag the news story in it or whatever. But then I will also get like three to seven DMS of people being like, did you see this news story? But and you're going to get a big spike now because you brought it up on, on well, this episode I, too. Stop it. I don't give a shit, man. If you <laughs> all, I don't care. And second of all, even if I did care, I've already seen it. If, even if you think you're the first one, you're not I've seen it already. Someone's already sent it to me. Plus, but I, I think, but I think just in case, I think, I think just in case you should send it to John, if you're listening, Don't, just, just to be I safe. Like, yeah. Your audience probably like, challenge accepted. A hundred percent. I mean, that's how the Funko <laughs> thing happened in the first place. That's how everything no, on this not, show ends up happening. No, so. It happens because of you. Cause yeah, <laughs> no, that's, that's what I mean. <laughs> a fucking worm. And you're like, I know my life hell. that's what I'm talking about though. Yeah. Is that I, I challenge them to piss you off and it's great. I love it. Yeah, I bet you do. I bet you do. I still have 40 fucking Funko Pops in my closet. They're just sitting in my closet. What am I going to do You're with them? You're not displaying them anymore? Of course not. I mean, that's Well, fuck. okay. The reason I took them out of the studio is because I proposed to Becca in here. And all I was right. like, I'm not proposing to Becca in the same room as 40. With all the, all the Funko Pops looking at you. Yeah, just sitting in the corner looking. So that's, <laughs> that's, I threw all the Funko Pops in the closet. That was literally the first thing I did when I set up the studio for the proposal. Are, are they stacked in the closet or are they just in a no, pile? I threw them. I, fi- I was like, fuck this. I mean, you got to show a bit of, I mean, yeah, producer Dan is, is making a face. I don't blame him. You got to show a bit of care to these Funkos. You know? I don't. I don't. I looked it up. None of them are worth anything. They're not. They need, it's not like they I need sunlight. They need sunlight, man. Soil, sunlight, H two O. That's what <laughs> makes the Funkos grow, man. <laughs> You're depriving them of like basic needs, dude. They're, wait, they're still in the boxes, though, right, John? Yeah, they're still in the boxes. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, so don't yeah. worry. They're still in good condition or whatever. Okay. You know. <laughs> that's that's fine. That's okay. That's it was it. really funny to me that like. I think it's based on who sells them, but some of the ones that got sent from Amazon were sent in like a hard plastic case, 
just just to like truly preserve the value of like and it would be one that would just never in a million years have value like oh here's uh, yeah we got to make sure we put diane from cheers uh <laughs> diane from cheers funko pop in a hard plastic case lest anything happen to the box uh, uh, anyway Stephen, what's going on in your social media well, uh, I guess this counts as a social media update because I've been posting videos from it on the Golf Kings account, but I've been playing a lot of uh, Cyberpunk 2077. And <laughs> look, I'm playing... So I'm playing the PS4 version on PS5. And so I haven't had anything like game-breaking, I would say. Like, it's it's okay. crashed it's crashed a couple times. But, you know, I, I feel like ps4 games and ps5 games would just randomly crash all the time anyway like every so often you know um so i haven't had anything where it's like crashing like in the middle of a mission it's just like i've, I've saved it i'm like wandering around the open world and it crashes okay whatever the ps5 starts up again super quick it's not a huge deal um but like obviously the xbox one and ps4 versions are like totally broken and then yeah even on when i'm playing it on ps5 i've had some very like I would compare it to Fallout New Vegas, the, okay. the level the level of bugginess, and it's bugs that aren't game breaking, but are just like they they do take you out of the game. So I had one where um, I put like a sniper scope on my gun, and then when I left the menu and came back, my guy was holding an invisible gun, and when I would go to aim down sights, he would just bring his hands up and cover his face. Uh, from like a first person perspective so you, you, you'd be holding an invisible gun and then if you aim you just cover your face with your hands um and you would just switch weapons and it would it would fix itself but it was just very strange um i've had cars explode when i get into them just out of the blue um one of my favorites is that uh there's an option to have like if you're walking down the street and you can like kind of overhear conversations they'll have like subtitles above their heads just like little subtitles um and occasionally those subtitles get like stuck on the screen so like you'll be in another mission and there's a subtitle from like two missions ago just like floating on the screen whenever you turn around um but I, I love it. And I mean, just like um, if so on on YouTube, um, uh, Chris Person does a highlight reel, uh, which is a, a very good uh, you know channel where they where he showcases uh, game bugs and, and funny game moments. And, and the past like couple episodes have been almost entirely all cyberpunk uh, bugs. And have, have either of you guys played it yet? No, uh, I haven't been able to get my hands on a PS5 um, because, you know, it'd be like that. It's it's yeah, it's 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 impossible. I, I, so I'll say I know John has the right idea with with Cyberpunk, which is that he's waiting until. I, well, it's funny because I, I, I said, oh, you're going to wait until next year for the game of the year edition. I actually don't think they're going to be able to call it the game of the year. Edition. Oh, no chance. They could call it the historical edition in that it made history by being pulled from all of the PlayStation stores. <laughs> it's unreal. And I'll say like, I'm actually, you know, I'm enjoying it. It's, it's like fun um, for, for the most part. Um, but it really does feel just very unpolished and like unfinished. Um, especially the worst thing to me is like, uh, if, if you ever played like an open world game, like GTA or whatever, yeah. Um, 
the way like the, the 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 cops will like chase after you right if you if you like commit a crime or something right um and like since like gta 3 they've been able to like nail that down pretty well like you're actually able to get in like a car chase where the cops are chasing you in cyberpunk the cops just spawn behind you like 10 feet away from you so <laughs> if you're in like an apartment complex and there's no one around except one person and you cut that person's head off with a sword uh like three cops will just spawn in the same room as you uh, and i don't know oh, wow. if that's like supposed to be so like, like when the prisoner escaped and hid in kofi's basement the yeah. fbi appeared <laughs> in kofi's house but it's it's just they like have, it's completely they wouldn't have to search all the time yeah they it's, wouldn't have to do a lot of searching it's 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 fucked like it's not it that that takes you out of the game for sure um and there was a really good clip I saw, which was uh, someone threw a grenade onto like a busy freeway where there's like, you know, 20 cars and everyone stops their car and gets out of their car and starts crouching and cowering in the exact same animation uh, because because a grenade has been thrown. Um, and it's it's just I'm so intrigued by I mean, obviously, like. Uh, you know, the developers were like treated terribly uh, throughout the course of the development of this game and had to do a lot of crunch. And I mean, this game should have been delayed like another year, probably. Um, but I've just never seen a game like this where it's just so hyped up. Like, this is probably the most hyped game of all time. I think it, it's, it's up there for sure. It's safe it's to say. There, yeah. And it's just such a disaster. And like, like I said, I'm generally enjoying playing it, but I would compare it to like i'm enjoying it like level the the level of like oh the a new assassin's creed game you know where it's like well this is this is fun but like i'm gonna play it like once you know and then not come back to it. whereas like gta 5 like i still play gta 5 you know I, I think the good thing about what you're saying is that there's a good game in there somewhere yeah like yeah. you weren't like there's one thing where it's like dude the plot sucks the combat is trash like everything like there are certain aspects where it's just like if it's just like a hey bro just just fix it just fix the glitches fix the bugs and there's like a good game here i think that's a lot different than like when 2k18 dropped nba 2k18 dropped and it was just like dude there's nothing here like like what can you add you made the most boring park imaginable (laughs) like that's the that's the game that broke me that ball from the 2k franchise i'm just like okay that's enough i'm not gonna play this game anymore but then you have but i guess cyberpunk there's like a little bit of hope that like hey just give them a couple more months and even a year and this game will be like better it's like or like when no man's sky like finally updated your finisher i maybe even sea of thieves maybe yeah, I think both of those games are like fun now, you know? Yeah. I, mean, I remember No Man's Sky. I mean, that was comparable in like hype level to to Cyberpunk. And I, I like pre-ordered it and then I, I got it and I was like, oh, this this kind of reminds me of like Spore. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. it's like that level of hype and disappointment. But No Man's Sky now is like really fun. So yeah. it's possible that it 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 could get fixed. I mean, I, I'm you know, everyone's like, don't pre-order games. This is what happens. And, and, you know, with, with sports games, especially you get, you get like, oh, don't, it's, it's just a, it's a roster update every year. And like, I'm, I'm a sucker for that. Like I buy NHL every year and NHL, I think out of all of the sports games that EA makes has by far the smallest budget and the smallest team working on it. And so it has these bugs that have just been in it for like close to like a decade. 
And to me, the most egregious example is last year. Uh, so they have EASHL, which is, uh, I guess, sort of like the, the park where you ha- you're controlling like your one player. And you can oh, be yeah. on like a team with like your friends and stuff. And it's a lot of fun. But last year, it had this game-breaking goal, which is that you could always skate in from the boards and shoot at far side. And 95% of the time, it would go in. And so this year, they fixed the glitch. And that no longer works, except the way they fixed it was just to make the goalie cheat more to the far side. So now the bug is you come in from the boards and go short side and score 95% of the time. Um, And it's just... You know, I, I say they have a, a, a small budget and, and a small team, and, and that's the reason why it, they're, they're fucking up. But then you look at, like, Madden, and that gets more and more broken every year, you know? I uninstalled Madden day one, and I yeah. got the game for free. <laughs> <laughs> so we were, I was doing a charity stream for Fanbyte, and we wanted to try out the, the NFL tour uh the nfl tour thing which was it was actually like a good idea for game mode it's like hey you log in it's like three on something backyard football Mm -hmm. and we are on stream for 40 minutes (laughs) and we can't even get into the like the mode we all couldn't like launch into the same servers i'm like well what i'm like what are we doing here guys and the thing about sports games is that with like no man's sky like there's no No Man's Sky 2K18. Like there's not they're not releasing a No Man's Sky every year. So if you buy the game, like give it a couple, they'll keep working on it, working on it. Like 2K18, they'll throw it out, and then like they'll like put band aids on it, and then they'll make 2K19, and then they'll just put like the little band aids on it, and then it's just like the problems never the problems keep festering every game, and that's the yeah. more frustrating part where yeah. it's like people are like, oh. Well, Madden 21's a roster update. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It never gets fixed. It never gets fixed within like the same year it's released. So like NHL 21 has these just broken gameplay mechanics. And I know they're not going to get fixed this year. And I mean, they're not going to get fixed next year either if we're being realistic. But you have to hold out hope like, oh, maybe next year they're going to fix it. And I'm still going to buy it because it's the only hockey game. And I I love playing hockey video games. So I'm stuck. (laughs) The funniest, the funniest Madden story. Um, so there's a Madden Championship series where it's like the top pro Madden players play all these tournaments and stuff. Um, one player won the entire tournament and he never passed the ball. <laughs> what? Never passed the ball. So in Madden, what how they do these um these tournaments is that you can do auctions. So you'll auction off either legendary players or players and and each player has a certain cap or card where, so he made his quarterback a punter. (laughs) Not kidding. It's it's a real thing. And he won? Yep. Won the whole tournament. Just just running the ball the entire time. Yes. Did he have like so he had like a Bo Jackson legendary or something? Yeah, he had like a leg- it was like a leg- it was like maybe Bo Jackson or Gale Sayers or something. His right. like oh his uh his wide receivers were also like offensive linemen. Like this guy, <laughs> this guy was telegraphing the whole thing, and Madden was so broken that nobody could stop him. Oh my, nope. that's so like, funny. It wasn't even like people because people might hear that at first and be like dude the comp the competition must be trash no it's not what happened those are some of the top madden players in the world 
and even they couldn't like fix they couldn't like stop it because the game is so broken is it yeah. just like he was so good at using the skill stick that like you just couldn't tackle him or what like how was the I mean, game there, that? so there is a lot of there is a lot of stick work in madden so where like it, it, there are some madden players that are like better runners or better jukers but his skill work is impeccable yes but also at the same time it's like how <laughs> how is that able to you you see right you think about it and you're just like how is that able to happen yeah it's supposed to be a realistic football game an nfl team could never win doing that so if it's supposed to be a, a reflection of real nfl football then they failed yeah like even the titans throw like 25 times a game <laughs> <laughs> like like Derek Henry is like the most untackleable person like I've ever seen. And they don't, they don't just go, oh, we're going to do this the entire game. <laughs> I mean, it's it's similar. It's similar in NHL, like going back to the ASHL stuff where so I, I play with uh, a couple friends of, of John, actually. And we're in a, a fantasy hockey league together. And they're I wasn't good enough. I got I got wow. kicked off team wasn't a solid okay. well we can save this for another episode but <laughs> I mean, just, we're gonna get real about it i mean that's basically <laughs> and they're like you know what don't even buy nhl 21 we got that we're gonna be fine on our own thanks anyway <laughs> <laughs> so, us, thanks for introducing <laughs> us all to each other but we don't need you anymore we've got what we wanted see you later no, so kidding. i i will say what what ends up happening is that like we're we're quite good at it. We get into like the elite division, like division one and everything. But you can't like win. You can't be the best team unless you're doing the glitch goals and the glitch plays. And and like we That's could do that. It's not fun. That's the thing, right? Like like we'll we'll just lose games because you know, if a player gets a penalty shot or a breakaway, they will just score hundred percent of the time because they're just gonna do the glitch goal. But like we've all we all agree, like, well, that sucks. It's just like it's just boring, right? But if you yeah. want to actually be like the best team in the game, you just have to do that. Like, it's there's like no the, way to do it otherwise. It's like the I've won, but at what cost? Like, yeah. every yes. you know, yeah. it's like I I know that I could. It's like playing Bastion in Overwatch. You know, <laughs> it's like you get that. So for those of you that don't play Overwatch, Bastion is a character that I want deleted from the game. He's like <laughs> just like a turret. That just melts any team if you don't have any coordination whatsoever. Um, and yeah, needs to go. Anyway, but I feel, but sometimes when a team is losing and I'll play ranked, the other team will just like, they'll go Bastion or they'll go like a cheese comp and then yeah. they'll win and it'll be like, okay, but was, was this fun really for fun? you guys? Yeah. yeah. Yes. And yeah. like, my my yeah we'll we'll be saying that in our in our headsets like well this can't be fun for them but then you you realize like well they want to they just want to win so it is fun for them right. they're they're psychos but we're trying to score these like nice goals and stuff you know anyway it it's just it's infuriating um john your social media update i would also sort of describe as infuriating it's very strange <laughs> uh well, anyway i hope you all enjoyed that mini episode of our video game podcast uh <laughs> Totally different thing. Cartridge party. Uh, but uh, no, uh, yeah, this is, I mean, this was truly a wild, just a wild thing that happened this week. Uh, so I, in quarantine, Becca and I purchased a Peloton, uh, which for those of you who don't know, is a, it's a spin bike that you buy and it's got a TV attached to it. And, you, and it comes with like, there's a whole bunch of instructors that give classes 
whatever, you know, it's people were criticizing me in this tweet because I own one. Fuck you. I can do whatever I want with my money. Uh, <laughs> and it's also like, it's not, here's the thing that gets me about it is like, people were being like, we're acting like I was, you know, bragging about being wealthy. Like you don't have to be wealthy to own a Peloton. I pay monthly. So it's like, it comes out to like 120 bucks a month. So like, if you go to the gym or you go do any type of fitness thing, that's about what it costs or more than that. So anyway, and we also got it because of quarantine, we can't leave the house. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I don't have to justify it. But I, love, I, love how you, I, love how you, I love how you have the bullet points for this. Like I've said this like 20 <laughs> times already. That's absolutely. I, I had a PowerPoint. I had a PowerPoint <laughs> ready. I DM'd it to people who were critical of me on Twitter. No, it was just like, it was one of those things where I posted it and then it just, it goes kind of viral. And then you're just like, you know, you lose control of like what the narrative is. Like the narrative should just be about this class. Like it's so, so I was taking, uh, so that, you know, often on Peloton, the instructors will do theme rides. So I was taking a, a theme ride that was called a festive ride, just assuming that it was supposed to be like Christmas music and you'd like ride along to Christmas music. So the, you know, the ride starts out, the instructor's like, I love Christmas songs. This is going to be so fun. We're going to just bounce along, have a great time to Christmas carols, whatever. It's a great time. Everything's going good. She plays the Jackson 5 Christmas medley. Everyone's in a good place. We're all feeling good. Then out of nowhere, Hallelujah starts playing. Okay. Uh, and not what, the Leonard Cohen version. version. The pentatonics version of Hallelujah. Okay. Because of course, spin class. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So out of nowhere, she starts playing Hallelujah and then riding really slow. And then her voice goes down. And then she says this. Dan, you can play the clip. Now, one of the hardest parts of the holidays is that sometimes for the first time there might be an empty chair. I know that's been a part of my journey this year. It's been a part of a lot of our journeys this year. And so we're going to climb in honor of the empty chairs. Peloton. <sighs> now, I, so I'll say the cut at the end is a little unfair to her, I think, right? Yes, it is. Because people were like, oh, she just says Peloton like it's like a god or something. It's like, no, that's what they call the group of riders in the class. She said Peloton, let's add two to five. That was what came, the sentence that came right after. I, that just, I was just like, that's not relevant information. So I cut it there. Yeah. Uh, but, but I uh, mean, it's one of those things where just don't, like, why bring that up at all? Like just 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 play. All I want for Christmas is you, and just and just bike to that. You know, like keep it safe. It's just so. Did you stop biking at that point? Like I feel like I would have oh, gone. Yeah. Off. <laughs> it took me out of it. Like it was just so. I was like, did she just say that? It was it was twofold for me. It was just first of all that she was even saying it to start with. Like I don't do an exercise class to think about my dead relatives. Just it, that's just not me. If that's you good for you whatever gets you going i don't give a shit but the other thing is like the idea that i'm somehow gonna honor them with me riding an exercise bike in my home like that was almost more offensive to me like hey salute my dead grandmother uh with this uh climb i'm gonna put all my effort into it and it was weird to see it go viral because most people agree with us, I think, with our like general sensibility that this is like psycho and fucking weird and like who needs this. 
I would say that was like 80 to 85% of the responses were like that. But there was a solid group of people who are like, this is, she's going through a moment and that's totally normal. And that's, what's beautiful about exercise. I had people say like, yeah, I often like think about my dead pets and my dead relatives when I'm riding to give me inspiration. I'm like, what, like how broken is your brain that that's (laughs) where you're getting your inspiration for? Like, I just don't, it was just so confusing to me. I just, I don't know. Kofi, you had a quite a look on your face while that was playing. What is your, (laughs) your initial impression of that? Uh, so I, I don't, I was just going over the fact that you paid $120 a month for that to show up on the screen. <laughs> you know, that, that usually just sounds like, I don't know, man. I, they need to put that in the, the trailers to like sell it and be like, all right. Yeah. Cause that, <laughs> I can't even, can't even get a thought. <laughs> <laughs> Because if I was if I was biking, and then someone mentions that I'm that Peloton's going out the door, man. You're getting off the bike for sure. Yeah, getting off, definitely getting off the bike. Like <laughs> I, I, definitely getting off the bike. Meditate. Do some push-ups. <laughs> like yeah. I like I bought some dumbbells that came in. The dumbbells don't tell me to to, <laughs> to remember the empty chair. You know. They, they just sit there waiting to waiting to be picked up, then up and down, and then they shut the fuck up. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like I don't know, man. It seems like <laughs> I could name so many other like exercise equipment that just like get whatever else. Yeah, no, I like I get it, and I totally understand. Like spin culture is weird for sure. Like I've been taking group spin classes for years. Um, and it's definitely weird. And I've heard lots of weird shit come out of spin instructors mouths, but this was just like a bridge too far for me. Like this, I just have never heard anything like this. It was just so fucking crazy. I've never stopped and been like, like what is happening? And to be fair, like Peloton has instructors that aren't like that at all. They don't do the whole shiwashi spiritual kind of thing. But yeah, I mean, the I think the funniest response I got was from some guy who was like, uh, my wife's a nurse who's been dealing with COVID patients for the last nine months, and she doesn't cry about anything. I mean, anything. And she cried during this ride. It's called empathy. Try it. I was like, <laughs> what I, are I, you talking about? <laughs> I think that it, it would have gone over better if the title of the workout wasn't festive. Yes, yeah. exactly. And that right. was also point two we go from like jackson five like jingle bells like just michael jackson when he's 10 like singing jingle bells having a good time to like boom yeah that would take me out of that would first of all transition like that would take me out of anything not like and how my first my my immediate first thought and this is what i wrote in my original because my original tweet i just like transcribed it and then i put the video on it after and like that was my original thought was like well hallelujah is not a christmas song i hate when people think that that's like somehow a christmas song like it's like not at all that yeah so that's like out at first and then she started talking and i was like holy god it's like uh it's like when you're like watching tv and then you like hear in the arms of <laughs> like like that like that would be but you're biking at the same time that's crazy what an yeah. experience 
It was it was a truly <laughs> wild experience. And speaking of wild experiences, let's move on to our block tale. What did you tweet? You brought receipts. Block tale. Woo. No longer can see that post. It's a block tale. Woo. You probably deserved it. It's a block tale. All right, Kofi, uh, I'm excited for this one. You you told me uh, a little bit about it, but I don't know the whole story. And I have to say, it is, uh, it, it's a block unlike any we've had on our whole 109 episodes. So I'm thrilled. I can't wait. The floor is yours. Okay, so I guess, I, I guess you guys. So, 17-year-old me applying to colleges. Keep, I'm, keep in mind, I have not told my parents this story at all either. <laughs> Um, so well, keep that keep that in mind. Your parents oh. like uh, they okay. So that's good. My mom, mom, mom you're listening. I am so sorry, <laughs> mom, mom. You're listening. I apologize already. Um, so I was applying to colleges, and there's this thing called the common application, where if you apply, you put like all your general information in the common application. You can apply to like multiple schools at once. Each school might have like a separate like sub supplemental thing you have to do like send an essay specific or whatever so i apply to eight of my college choices via common application um i applied to maryland outside of the common application and i applied early this applied early action early action is when you like apply before the regular form of application just so you can get your application out the door. You might have a better chance of like getting into college, whatever. Um, my, so my parents, they're both, my mom went to MIT. No, sorry. My mom went to Brown and my dad went to MIT and Duke. So they're very like smart people. I am, I am like a <laughs> math scares me. I want to sports broadcasting. So we kind of had a little bit of like friction in terms of like, you should study for the SAT. And I'd be like, why all the words on the SAT are going to be different regardless. What is that even, uh, whatever. So when we did this calling app and they would be like, Oh, you should apply for scholarships or you should do this, you do this, this, this again to college. Um, so I applied to the common app in like November. All right. <laughs> it's, it's January 9th. I hear nothing back from any of these colleges. I'm like, ah, that's pretty strange. Easily they send rejection letters or whatever. And I go into my common application and apparently there was like a confirmation page where you send like all your apps in. And I just didn't do it. Oh, no. So <laughs> I'm just looking here and I'm just like, holy shit. I didn't apply to any of these colleges. <laughs> it's like the due date for like the even the later stage was January 1st. I applied January 9th to all of these colleges. Oh. And got rejected from all of these colleges. <laughs> just off of that. So... When all of my all of my college decisions came back, in. <laughs> one time I walked in, and we're from North Carolina, so UNC was a college that like you thought that I I thought that I'd be able to get into, or at least my parents thought I was smart enough to get into it. Apparently not, because I can't even apply to colleges correctly. Um, <laughs> so I walk in, my mom's cooking dinner, and I'm like, "Hey, mom," <laughs> she's like. 
you get any college decisions back? I'm like, yeah, I didn't get any UNC. And she thought I was joking for some reason. <laughs> so my parents, my parents do this thing where they think that I'm smarter than I actually am. They're like, you have ace. It's like you have a student potential, but it's like, no, you're just a B student. But like, they don't know that. But you try to tell them so many times. Yeah. So I go, yeah, mom, I didn't get to UNC. And my mom's like, what? What happened? I'm like, I don't know, man. I feel like I guess there's just a lot of out-of-state students this year. <laughs> and then we just sit in silence and eat dinner. <laughs> And I was going to take that to the grave, but I think that I'm doing well enough in life that I could just say that and laugh about it now. <laughs> oh my God. We, uh, I mean, we feel very privileged that we're the ones who got the story. Yeah. yeah. Did, uh, I, so what did like, follow up? Like, did you end up going to college like a, like a lesser college or how did it work? after uh, that? I ended up going to actually it was, a blessing in disguise. I actually ended up going to the University of Maryland, which is was not on the Common App, but had all the same like structure of the Common application. And I was like, "Huh, this is weird. This should be on the Common App." And I'm like, "Thank God now." Um, but yeah, I was able to go to University of Maryland, study sports broadcast journalism. Sorry, sporty broadcast journalism. You know, I was able to do all of that. So, it, like, kind of turned out for the like the best. And since that happened, I just never, I was like, I'm taking this to the fucking grave, man. My, <laughs> I was like, my, my parents, man, they would have, <laughs> see, I, I do, I'm, I'm an only child. So I just annoy them off the strength of being the only one, you know? So <laughs> that would have been, um, so I don't do like I couldn't tell you a social media like block story because I delete my tweets like every year. So I like couldn't even go back through the archive and be like, so sometimes I'll go to like an account and I'm blocked and I'll be like, huh, I wonder what I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, can you, I can't even go back and like remember. So when you guys invited me on, I was like, oh, this is cool. And I'm like, wait, I have like no evidence of any of these. The only one, the only one I blocked and I do know that I was like, I was like asking to, I was so asking to get blocked. It was our old Maryland football coach, but we like, we sucked every year and, <laughs> and he tweeted out, he tweeted out like a Wiz Khalifa song lyric and I was like, that's it. And I just like quote tweeted him and he blocked me and I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's fine. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. That's, uh, I mean, we're very, yeah, we're very lucky to have, have the story be told on here though, you know, yeah. world first. So, yeah. uh, we have a great listener block too. This one comes in from Colin. Uh, and this one was fun because uh, as everyone who listens to the show knows, I'm a massive Jeopardy fan. And uh, we had Claire McNear on the show a few episodes ago who wrote a book about Jeopardy. And uh, we actually have a few like Jeopardy champions who listen to this show uh, of which Colin is one. He was on the show this season. Uh, and I believe he was either a one or a two day champion, but he was a good player. I remembered him from the show and he reached out and said he really liked the episode with Claire. And so he sent in a listener block. He said, uh, in the spirit of the podcast, here's a good summary of what happens to you on Twitter when you're on a national game show. Uh, so someone wrote, uh, just didn't tag him or anything, but just wrote, I completely despise this call in dude on jeopardy. And then Colin replied, dude, what did I ever do to you? And then the guy wrote, not now. 
And then Colin waited two days and then tweeted at him, hey, bud, just wondering if now is a good time to let you know why you absolutely despise me. And then he blocked him immediately. <laughs> so, uh, so pretty good. I love yeah. that. I, do, uh, I talked to Claire about this after and she said that like jeopardy explicitly tells the contestants like don't look don't bother looking on social media it's like not great for you know whatever's going on and and she's like and almost all of them break it so obviously like colin was like yeah i want to see what people are saying about me and uh and picked up the block so thank you so much colin for sending that in if you want to send in a block tale to be read on the show you can send it in at blocked at blockedparty.com. you can also fill out the form on our website if you want to donate to the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash blocked party, where $5 a month gets you access to three bonus episodes and one live episode every month. We do have that live episode we just talked about earlier in the show where we watched Whistler with Caroline Goldfarb. We have that coming out this week. We also have a very special holiday mailbag coming out this week, which is super fun. We also just did a cameo episode with Olivia Stadler that's up on the Patreon now. Uh, so yeah, there's lots of great stuff on there. You also get access to our Discord and our entire back catalog of bonus episodes. So check that out patreon.com slash block party you can follow the show on twitter and instagram at blocked party pod you can also rate and review the show on itunes subscribe and if you like the show tell a friend that's always a good way to do it uh kofi we're here at the end of the show we always like to finish the show with a top three suggested by our guest what do you have for us please all right guys top three christmas songs Ooh, love okay it. well hallelujah is my number one so i just want to get that out of <laughs> Only the pentatonic version. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, not the Leonard, no. Leonard Cohen version sucks. Jeff Buckley version, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Pentatonics version, though. They really had something going. Um, okay, Kofi, what's your number three? Uh, my number three is Believe by Josh Groban. I feel like I'm one of the few people that like watches the Polar Express every year. I don't know. Some okay, people are like, express in theaters in 3D. It was pretty kick Oh, 3D movies make me so dizzy. I watched Avengers in 3D, and like after 20 minutes, I was like, I just took the glasses off, and I was like, this is better. This is better quality. Oh, I, I, hate, I, I hate 3D. I have vertigo. It's very bad for me, but I still did it for Polar Express, and it was pretty cool. Yeah. Did the, did the snow flurries just like, like reach out at yeah, you? And absolutely. I felt like I was in it, you know, when the, when the train almost crashes. Beautiful. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, three. yeah i'm gonna go with uh from a charlie brown christmas i'm just looking at my spotify right now because i've only been listening to christmas music the past like month and i'm gonna go with green sleeves from the charlie brown christmas uh soundtrack i mean that whole album uh is is a is a must play this time of year uh it's playing you know uh every day uh, all day every day uh, around the apartment, but I think the best song on that album is uh, is Green Sleeves, um, and it's it's just it's wonderful. It's just a very it's a very nice relaxing uh, Christmas album. So uh, I'm gonna go with Green Sleeves from a Charlie Brown Christmas. John, uh, I mean, great choice, uh, love it. Uh, my number three, I'm gonna go Christmas in Hollis by Run DMC. Great choice. Uh, you know, you just you, you yeah. I mean, you can't. Uh, how can you argue with that? It's run DMC doing a Christmas song. It's every, it's exactly what you want. Like if you yep. told someone, Hey, guess what? Run DMC did a Christmas song and you turned it on. You'd be like, fuck. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm into this. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's number three. Go for your number two. 
Number two is going to be All I Want for Christmas is You. Yep. You know, for a lot of people, it might be uh, some, their number one, but uh, the, my number one is uh, just just a little bit different in my opinion. Uh, I have sung All I Want for Christmas is You uh, in like August at like a karaoke <laughs> night or whatever. That's the thing I miss most about uh, like lo- uh, life before lockdown was like, going to karaoke every thursday and just like singing whatever yeah so. i'm I, I just going to just like a dive bar and i yeah. you know hopefully hopefully this time next year we'll be able i to miss orgies that. guys that's my main well yeah the main one of course oh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um okay i think my number two i'm gonna go with um wonderful christmas time by paul mccartney oh controversial very choice. divisive song oh, yeah Oh, but give that it's, it's extremely catchy. It's a lot of fun. Um, and I, I feel like, yeah, the discord and, and our listeners, I think they're going to be split right down the middle on this one, because it seems like a song that you either love or you hate. And I personally love it. So that's my, I think it's two. a good song too. I don't yeah. quite, I remember, you know, when, when I was kind of, you know, when internet discourse became a thing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and that started showing up on listicles of like the worst Christmas songs. It's like, really? People don't like that song. It's just, it's very, Plus, it's very inoffensive, you know, at, at worst. So, yeah, I, I like it. Uh, my number two, I am also going to be dipping into the Charlie Brown Christmas album. Uh, for this one, I'm going with the vocal of Christmas Time is Here. Uh, yeah. I think it's the one thing I love about it. I was just listening to a podcast actually on All I Want for Christmas is You. There's uh, The Ringer is doing a podcast called The 60 Songs That Defined the 90s. Uh, where they focus on one diff- one song every week for 60 weeks. Um, and the they did an episode on All I Want for Christmas is You, and he was talking about how sad the kids in the song sound. Like, they just sound like they've just... It's just absolutely... Christmas time. Like, they sound like they could die at any moment. Yeah. <laughs> makes it good. Like, I don't know why, but I love... That track is is such a good version of that song. Just the, like, slow jazz in the background, setting the tone. Ugh. Beautiful. That whole album, though, is just it's, absolutely incredible. Top to bottom, it's great. Yeah, so, it's one of the best ones to like play on the piano or like try to like learn. Yeah, know? totally. totally. Yeah. Kofi, number one. Number one, I'm going to go with "Last Christmas" by Wham. You know, oh, great choice. Great, great, uh, great choice. It's it's my number one because you know, if depending on where you are in your love life, that song could be about someone different every year. So it never gets old. It's <laughs> like it continues, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, definitely, that would have been my most of my twenties. <laughs> yeah, somewhat different. year. Okay. Good. Great. I mean, great choice. Um. So my number one, uh, and and I had to do something from the Nutcracker. Um, Tchaikovsky, wonderful. I'm gonna go with the Waltz of the Flowers. Uh, which is the one that's like da na 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 na, like starts out like that, you know. It's, yeah, I mean, it's very, I definitely tell because of how you did it. I mean, so I'm not, I, look, I'm not, I'm not a talented, you know, singer or anything. That's, that's the, that's the best you're going to get from me. But, um, it was, it was that, or, um, I think it's the, the sugar plum fairies one is, yeah, is great. And, and one thing, um, you really notice listening to the nutcracker is just how much the home alone soundtrack, like cribbed from it. Like when they're running through the airport, it sounds exactly the same as, as one of the songs from the Nutcracker. I forget exactly. It, it, it's one of the early ones, I think, but 
um, it sounds like identical, um, which is not a bad thing because the Home Alone soundtrack is a great Christmas soundtrack uh, totally. on its own too. But yeah, I'm going to go with Waltz of the Flowers from the Nutcracker is my number one. I think people, whoever had, uh, Stefan will say Tchaikovsky, amazing on the show uh, on like a uh, bet 360, just won $10,000. They're like, oh, they're doing a Christmas episode. I feel like Stefan might have some commentary on Tchaikovsky this episode. Um, my number one, this is, you know what? I'm, I'm glad you brought this up, Kofi, because this is one of my favorite Christmas albums that gets no love, no love from anyone. I don't know. I never see anyone talking about it. And it's so fucking good. The album is It's a Holiday Soul Party by Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings, which is as good as it sounds. I mean, you could just hear that title and it's the same thing as Run DMC doing a Christmas song. You should be in immediately. Uh, but they do Funky Little Drummer Boy, uh, which Little Drummer Boy was always one of my favorite Christmas carols just because I play drums and I always liked it. Uh, but the Funky Drummer, the Funky Little Drummer Boy, incredible. There's also a song on that album called Big Bulbs, which is an original uh, by Sharon Jones. And she it's literally just like a euphemism for a guy with a huge hog. Uh, It's like, baby, you got them big bulbs. Baby, you got them big bulbs. Baby, you got them big bulbs hanging on the window tonight. And it's like (laughs) the hog is literally just you could tell she's just like, I want fucking big old juicy balls uh, for Christmas, which I respect a lot. So yeah, there's some really good originals on it. Christmas in the Projects is a great one. Some great originals. They do some funky versions of uh, standards. And yeah, Funky Little Drummer Boy, my number one. Fantastic. Check it out if you want to groove this holiday season. Uh, Kofi, great top three. Great episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Before we go, is there anything that you would like to plug? Uh, Sure. You guys can uh, follow me at Kofi, K-O-F-I-E on Twitter. On Twitch, it's Chill Kofi. Um, also that's also my second Twitter account. And then I'm starting a podcast in 2021 called chilling with Kofi. Um, we're going to have hopefully great interviews and great mailbag. It's, it can go anywhere at this point. I'm also subscribed to secret base, uh, as the time of recording on this podcast, we're almost at a million subscribers. And I guess watch fumble dimension. If that is something that, you would like if you like sports video games and uh, chaotic, chaotic videos. So uh, yeah, I think that's our that's a for our listeners that's a that's pretty close to a circle on the Venn diagram. Yeah. People who like chaos Love. and sports video games. So uh, yeah, thank you so much, Kofi. Thanks everybody for listening to the show. Again, you can donate to the show at Patreon.com/slash/BlockParty. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BlockPartyPod. If you're someone who celebrates Christmas, we hope you have an awesome and very Merry Christmas and enjoy this holiday season as best as you can in this very weird year. We appreciate you listening to the show. We love you. And uh, we'll see you back here next week with the 2021 Block Party Enemies List, one of our favorite episodes of the year. So get excited for that. Take care, everyone. Enjoy the holidays. Uh, Bye. Bye. Bye.